This episode is brought to you by Philly Gemstones. Coco Chanel always said, take the last thing you put on off. But I feel like, I, I don't know if I'm fully in agreement with that. <laughs> Just put another one on. Yeah. <laughs> more is more. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to If Jewels Could Talk. I'm Carol Walton, the voice of jewellery, an author, broadcaster, and the woman who initiated the role of jewellery editor at magazines like Tatler and British Vogue. This is a podcast for everyone, for people who do like jewellery, for people who don't realise they like jewellery, and anyone intrigued by fascinating facts, new ideas, and forgotten histories. So please join me as I tell sparkly tales, meeting all sorts of people, delving into four centuries of jewellery culture and investigate what's happening now. Today, I'm talking with two Vogue cover stars, Jerry Hall, the blue-eyed blonde model and actress who conquered the fashion world in her 20s, became one half of the ultimate rock and roll couple and wife of media mogul Rupert Murdoch, and her daughter, Georgia Mae Jagger, who's a model and businesswoman currently based in LA, where she's busy developing her own natural skincare line. And she is a keen ambassador for charitable organisations dedicated to protecting the environment. Jerry Hall, as a Glamazonian mum of four, has always been a bona fide style icon. And I want to discuss how much of that is inherited, how much is learnt, and how much of their jewellery style they share. Hello, Jerry. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And Georgia, hi, how are you? Hey, Carol, how are you doing? Thanks so much for having us. Well, thank you for being here. So, what does jewellery mean to you, Jerry? And how important is it in your arsenal of accessories when you open your wardrobe? Where does jewellery feature for you? I've always loved jewellery and um, often, um, you know, excited about wearing some special piece of jewellery, especially, you know, if it's to do with, say, something that my daughter gave me or, um, you know, something sentimental. You know, so you want to wear what will go, sometimes what will go with your jewellery. I mean, usually if you're going somewhere fancy, you know, you know know what jewellery you're going to wear before. I mean, I live on a vineyard, so I have a very casual life. So I don't wear such, you know, wild big pieces as you know I used to when I was doing you know in the fashion world and often you know you'd get given things from designers from fashion shows sort of big over-the-top earrings and things like (laughs) that but nowadays um, you know I love wearing I love wearing charm bracelets and you know each one has a special meaning and it's lovely I love the infinity knot I wear more simple jewellery these days. And what about you, Georgia? I mean, I, I'm going to... You're kinda, a bit more maximalist, aren't I'm, you? I'm definitely a more is more person, but I'm going to kind of argue, Mom, on that. I will say that we're kind of similar in the way that our day-to-day will be quite toned down, but I feel like if we're going to go for a look we quite like a statement piece of jewellery. And that doesn't necessarily mean that something has to be, like, very 
over expensive like I think the way that my mom always taught me like growing up that it was like such a mix of things you know like you have your special things for special occasions that you wear but I've always grown up wearing her kind of you know like she had a lot of jewelry from Chanel in the 70s and a lot of like costume jewelry and a lot of stuff that was that was more kind of um like like old paste diamonds and I used to dress up in it a lot and so I feel like we're both kind of similar in the way that we like something that's simple and maybe like more layered bracelets and and smaller earrings and necklaces but then also like if you know if there's a moment that you really want to wear like that big kind of statement necklace I think that we both kind of are into that look as well you kind of like dressing up yeah you haven't lost that cherry on your vineyard you still like dressing up yes no jewelry is a beautiful thing to you know it's like art it's a beautiful thing to collect has special memories it's about special times and I always say that it's like um a woman's jewelry boxes is tells all about her life you know her fashion her loves her family and I mean do you have do you have all these pieces that you kind of remind you of these moments I do and and I remember the first time that I bought jewelry for myself when I first went to Paris, my twin sister and I, we both had charm bracelets. And when I would travel, I, I sent her an Eiffel Tower charm and I would collect charms from different countries and send them to her. And it was a sort of a way of staying connected. And I did the same with my daughters when they got, came a certain age. I got them a charm bracelet. That was like the first thing. And then, you know, charms for special occasions. And, and I think it's a lovely thing connected to memory. I also love, I've always loved Indian jewelry. And um, Mick used to give me beautiful Indian jewelry. And he's given the girls Indian jewelry too. And it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, sort of rough stones, you know, it's just kind of bohemian fun. And um, I read that you used to have that in common with Andy Warhol. You used to go jewelry shopping with Andy Warhol. Andy loved jewelry. And he used to buy me um, beautiful Victorian paste jewelry and you know he loved real jewelry too he collected jewelry you know jewelry's got a lot of glamour connotations a lot of connections with Hollywood and with movie stars and Andy loved all that I think charm bracelets is kind of like a whole Hollywood 1950s thing you know all the movie stars always had these charm bracelets I've always loved a, a charm bracelet with a pencil skirt it's, mm-hmm. you know, little sweaters. It's kind of 1950s kind of Hollywood thing. Where did you go shopping with Andy Warhol? Were you in Paris then? We went in Paris and in New York. We'd go to flea markets and shops and he liked looking and I would try it on. And, you know, actually we would buy, we would buy more things, cheaper things in the flea markets, but we used to go into expensive jewellery shops and play around. And Georgia, what was the first piece you really remember your mother wearing? Well, I think that, like I was saying, I think that even though I remember her obviously having like beautiful like diamond earrings and stuff, I really remember her wearing a lot of like pink pearls and stuff like that. She used to love like wearing like coral necklaces and even like shell necklaces and that kind of thing when we were on vacation 
And, you know, she had kind of this amazing dressing table with all her perfumes on it, with all of these different pearls and kind of shell necklaces and stuff. And she used to let me play around in it. And actually, it was like a big thing for me when I moved out when I was 18. She gave me a lot of this jewelry that I played in in years is kind of my you know which I never thought I was gonna actually get you know I've been playing in it for so long and all these amazing clip-on earrings like all the like Moogla ones and you know I have these ones of hers that are like whole ear cuffs they kind of cover your whole ear and they're just like super over the top like gold with fake pearls and so I kind of remember just wearing it all and then she gave me a lot of it when I moved out. So, and I still wear it all the time, a lot of her jewelry. That's so nice, isn't it? You love those big Terry Moogler crazy earrings. Do you ever ask for them back, Jerry? Do you ever get them back and say, God, I really need that no. tonight? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love seeing it continue and have a new life with my daughter and you know I think it's so lovely but then you have to be fair and sort of divvy it up to all the children don't you well Lizzie I'm the, I'm the youngest daughter so Lizzie got all of the really good clothes so the jewelry okay. it was fair that I got the jewelry because the clothes had already been taken most of them so I had my eye on the jewelry <laughs> and mum knew about did it did you have anything left Jerry at the end was the wardrobe bare <laughs> no I do yeah no I mean um I still have baskets of these kind of amber beads and pearl necklaces and then they're so much fun you know I've always loved just to you know be on holiday and take some stuff and not so precious but you know you just change it around and play with it it's a lot of fun what did you remember your mother wearing when you grew up in texas my mother loved old hollywood and she had all kinds of costume jewelry and actually uh, i have some of her things and it's lovely to have them because it brings back memories of my mother when she would dress up and she would look so glamorous. And so it's a really special thing. What about the macaroni necklace, Mom? Tell them about the macaroni necklace. Oh, yeah. When she was about 14, she, they, she lived in the country and she dyed some macaroni red and put it on a string and wore it as a necklace. <laughs> and then Lizzie bought Mom a, a piece of gold... She managed to find a gold macaroni. macaroni. Oh, that's very cute. You see, it's those stories. <laughs> so that's so sweet. And it's all those stories that sort of link families. That That's so nice, isn't it? Because then to anyone else, it's just a piece of macaroni. But to you, it has real sentimental value. It's so lovely, you know, to be given something from, from your mom or your daughter gives to your mom. You know, it's just so lovely. Mother's Day, Georgia gave me some beautiful rose gold jewelry from Pandora, which I love and wear quite a bit. And it's very sweet. She was, you know, it was a few years ago. It's very sweet that, um, you know, she passes things to me. Yeah. So that sounds like a hint, Georgia. What have you got planned for this Mother's Day? <laughs> well, we celebrate. We've already had this whole day together, which was like the, where, we, where we were doing the campaign for Mother's Day. But for us, it kind of felt like a normal Mother's Day, even though we we're having our photo taken. But, you know, we kind of really enjoy that because we feel like we have, you know, something we can remember from these like pictures and, the, you know, the film. And usually we celebrate both Mother's Days. 
because obviously mom's American, I'm half American, but also we lived in England. And so we just say that, you know, she deserves to have both. So we celebrate both. Oh, she's a lucky mother. It's like the queen having two birthdays. And and um, Georgia, I think you wear kind of men's jewellery sometimes. I mean, do you take it from your father, from your brother, from your boyfriend? What do you do? You borrow their jewellery? I think a lot of it comes from my older brother Jimmy because I really like he's six years older than me, and I really when I was like you know younger, I think I used to be. I mean, I was still a tomboy, but I definitely used to be a bit a bit more girly. And then I think when I became a teenager, I just thought he was so cool, and he bought me like an eye ring from the great frog and i've just stolen a few of his like kind of chains and stuff like that because i like the i like the look of it and i like mixing it up I, I think some people wear the same kind of jewelry thing every day and i think of it more as like i really think that it adds like a different kind of look like even if you're wearing jeans and a t-shirt i think me wearing something like very delicate and rose gold versus wearing a kind of chunkier necklace of my brothers or the gold ones of mums i think it really changes like a more simplistic outfit into like anything you want it to be so for me that's why i've always loved it because i always feel like jewelry is like a kind of smaller way to style things so you don't need to have as many clothes to make the look you know really something new each time so is it more important the look and the style for you or the mood the mood that jewelry gives you and brings to you what's what's more I mean, important i think that the mood that you're in for me like connotates how i want to dress you know i always plan it out with like how i feel or the weather you know what kind of mood i'm in i think like mum's very like old school hollywood glamour but she too also went like she said when she's like on the ranch and stuff you know she'll she'll wear jewelry and still wear makeup but she'll be wearing more like jeans and cowboy boots and stuff like that and I'm kind of the same, you know, it kind of depends on whether I'm going for if, if I'm wearing a super sparkly sequin dress in the evening, I maybe won't go for as as big, bold, sparkly jewelry. I'll kind of tone it down a bit more and do like a bit more layered, smaller things. But if I'm like, I, I like to do bigger jewelry with maybe a more casual outfit, like with like a leather jacket, you know, trousers, something like that. So I think it for me, it depends on like just how I'm feeling. But I think it's a great thing that you can always I mean, Coco Chanel always said, take the last thing you put on off. But I feel like I, I, I don't know if I'm fully in agreement with that. <laughs> Just put another one on. Yeah. <laughs> more is more. Yeah. <laughs> and and Jerry, do you think that your style is, I mean, obviously it's as fashion changes. I mean, that sort of big costume look was so 1980s, wasn't it? But do you think we, we all wear finer pieces as we get older? And I suppose as our life progresses, do you feel you want pieces that are more significant, but smaller, but more significant in their material? Well, I, I think it depends. You know, I mean, it's, it's a way for a woman to be creative, another way to be creative. I mean, you know, you're creative with how you do your house, how you dress you, and how you wear your jewelry is another way of being creative. And I, I do I do think it's fun what George is saying about dressing up something casual. Um, and it does make a difference, you know. But I think, you know, I still love diamonds. And if I'm going to go out in an evening, something very fancy, I mean, you know, I do like to get, sort of go a little overboard sometimes, you know. So I wouldn't say... 
I'm completely, um, you know, toned down. So what's overboard? What, what, do, you, what do you describe well, as overboard? You know, some big earrings, something very sparkly, a wonderful necklace, some bracelets, you know, a bit, a bit of everything. And have you but, ever seen um, May West movies? Or oh, I love May West. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Day to day, uh, it's nice to, even if you're dressed in jeans and casual at home, it's something that catches your eye, that looks pretty, that reminds you of something special, that who gave it to you a certain time. You know, I think it's important to dress up at home. Well, I, you. But I've always admired, Mom, how you really mix your style. Like, I think you always look good and you always look very, very like, well, you know, made up in a way. But I think that you, you know, you have precious things that... I think are like even like things that we've made you or they're like turquoise jewelry or like you said, costume jewelry that was your mother's as well as things that are obviously beautiful and sentimental and like a diamond or something like that. And I think you've always shown me that, you know, you don't ha it in order for your style to look good. It doesn't always have to be like the newest, most expensive designer item. You know, it can be a mixture of everything. And how you yeah. put it together. Yeah. So when you're having dinner on the ranch together with your husband, do, do you dress up? Do you wear different jewellery in the evening? Uh, I'd always try to look nice. And, you know, I like to put on different bits of jewellery for dinner. I sort of freshen up and put on a little lipstick and brush my hair and sort of make an effort for mm -hmm. dinner, even when we're on our own. And I think that's a nice thing to do. I wouldn't wear gigantic diamonds on our own, but <laughs> earrings make you feel like you're, you're, you've finished dressing. Yeah. I think during COVID as well, like towards the end, we got, I got so fed up of just wearing, I like in the beginning, I was so excited to wear my pajamas all the time. And then like by towards the end, I was like quite excited, even if I was like going over to like drop something over at mum's to like put on like some, some makeup or put on like a real outfit and some jewelry you kind of missed like accessorizing and you know getting ready for a day out and things like that so I feel like we're quite happy to be like doing it a bit again no I agree I think it's a chance to be creative yeah the first thing I did after COVID was buy some earrings actually it was the first thing I went out <laughs> but Jerry is there anything um, Georgia wears that you wouldn't wear I mean what about piercings Georgia, do you have any piercings? I have more piercings than she does. Uh, I have I have five. Georgia, <laughs> yeah, where are just, these piercings? Just, just in my ears, but I don't have anything. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, I probably would. That's have, what she tells you. I would probably have liked to have gotten some other piercings, but I I was it was so hard for me to even like have my piercings like not get infected when they were together that I feel like me having a belly button ring would be like the worst idea ever but that was like obviously like a big phase in like style when I was growing up and like it is now um but I'm more into the earrings I, I like it because I like to wear like several small studs but I don't have any kind of like higher up ones or anything like that but I'll, I'll like you know I like to mix and match them I wear like gold safety pin earrings I don't think she would wear those no, Jerry no, no. would you wear those how many piercings I, no, I I just have two holes for earrings. Okay. Um, no, but I do think it's pretty what Georgia does. She does a few little ones, you know, together. And I yeah, I, I really nice. like that too. I don't know. So, some jewelers are quite creative in the way they can make the earrings look like you have a couple of piercings when you don't. 
which is quite helpful. But I wonder also, um, as times change, and we're all now so aware of climate change and sustainability, what, what, how much does that factor into to when you're buying jewellery now? I mean, I went in Thailand to see the Pandora, the crafting facility where they make everything. And I think mm-hmm. it's one of the greenest jewellery factories in the world. And it's amazing because everything, all of the metals that they use... They're recycling them. They're not using any waste materials. They have all it, it, all solar panels on it, all the energy they use. And I think in jewellery, it's something that needs to be thought of with everything else that's super important. I think for us, the way we think about it is we, we often buy uh, much older jewellery. And I think we're both very into vintage antique pieces and things like that. And also the idea of, you know, like we're saying, of passing our jewellery back and forth and, you know, really sourcing like where your stones come from so you can make sure that they're ethically sourced. I think that that's important to both of us. And I think, did you make any jewellery when you were in the Pandora workshop? Did you yeah, I actually try your did. hand at it? Yeah, I, we actually got taught how to make them. Um, it was amazing. I mean, I don't think I'm as skilled. I definitely need more practice, but we learned how to so make So what some, did you make? We made some little rings and we did some enamel work and it was it was amazing. It was a really so did you experience. keep that? Did you keep that ring? You made? Yeah, yeah. It was. It's beautiful. We all had them. Me and the other muses. We all had a go at it, and we spent a whole day there learning about it. But it, I think, like up my speed for making it, I don't think I'm going to be hired there anytime soon. <laughs> it was a very beautiful place, and it was an incredible trip. And I think, like you know, that was like one of the last trips that we did before we were all kind of in our homes for ages. That was right before COVID, so it was an incredible experience. And to be in Thailand, I mean, just like the people are so amazing there. And like so skilled at what they do. And so I, I really took advantage of it. Oh, how lovely. I haven't been anywhere in ages. No, I haven't either. And what about you, Jerry? Is that something you, you ask now about stones when you buy them? Do you want to know where they've come from and if it's recycled metal? I think nowadays every person, you know, is concerned about what they can do to sustain our planet and everyone's wanting to make sure that what they buy is ethically uh, sourced. And and so, yeah, I think, that, you know, to know that is an added bonus, sort of guilt-free jewellery buying. Yeah, and I think actually that this is where jewellery um, fits into the new mood and ethics that we all have to follow because it is something sustainable. As you say, if you're passing it down and you're buying one thing that's going to last your lifetime... Um, that Diamonds is... are forever. <laughs> and that's what we should all do now, isn't it? It's not like fast fashion. Yeah. Well, it's true. I remember in the 70s, we used to wear these big plastic earrings. And uh, they were really cool, black and white kind of plastic, big hoop things and stuff. And But Lord knows what they were made from. Yes. And that adds to the sort of landfill somewhere at some point, doesn't it? Yeah. And nobody chucks their diamonds away. That's right. <laughs> um, Jerry, tell me, so do you um, give your daughters tips of how to add certain pieces of jewellery to their jewellery box and what they need, what they might need at different stages of their life? Um, mm, I've given them things, you know, as they've matured that I thought were suitable, you know, for their age. And I started out with the charm bracelets, which were so much fun, you know, and then adding charms and things. But, and then I went on to pearls and uh, then later, you know, precious stones and things. But 
Um, no, I, I'm not really sort of, you know, I think they've been in fashion so long and they've learned so much and they have their own style. And I, and I think that if anything, I've taught them, you know, be careful not to lose things and, um, and to have fun, you know, that it's another way to be creative. And Georgia, what would you, what was the piece at the moment that you'd hand down to your daughter? Well, I think that the 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 things that I said that uh that were my mum's like, you know, that are the amazing kind of gold. Well, what's really nice is I have a drawer from when I worked at Chanel and then there's this I've put the stuff that she's given me from Chanel and then the stuff when I worked there that they gave me next to each other and they're all these big bangles and it's kind of cute because I've arranged them now because I did a lot of organizing so that there's a drawer that's like her old Chanel stuff and my, and my stuff and they live together and I mix and match them so I, I think that that's kind of a, a very cute moment so if I was going to hand on anything it would be that a family of Chanel Jerry, I really want to ask you, do you have one favourite Vogue shoot that you did, one favourite Vogue cover? Well, I loved this um, photos that I did in Jamaica with Norman Parkinson for English Vogue years ago. With the um, swimming pool in the background. Yeah, it was all blue. And it was such fun because recently Georgia and I did uh, sort of redid their version of yeah, that. Yeah, it was it was Tim Walker. We we kind of did like a take on that where we both have the shower caps on with the phones. Yeah, I remember that. Those. It was such fun. That was lovely. And that was your favourite, do you think? Oh, I think mm. I love that one, yeah. Mm. Well, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks. All right, thank bye. You. Bye, Georgia. Bye, Mom. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. For more information about this and other episodes of If Jules Could Talk, please go to our website, carolwalton.com slash podcasts. And if you liked it, please share it any way you can. And subscribe to the podcast feed on any of the usual platforms where you find your podcasts. And we would love a rating and a comment. So thank you for joining me. Please join me again in two weeks time for the next Jeweled Nugget. We will be talking about Tudor's power and portrait jewels in particular the jewelry worn by the wives of henry viii and we're going to discover which one of them had the greatest jewelry collection please join me then goodbye if jewels could talk with carol wilton is produced by natasha cowan music and editing by tim thornton graphics by scott bentley illustration by geordie labanda and you can find me on instagram at carol wilton (laughs) 